Hey, Internet, it's Rev, and this week we've got a riot from coast to coast. Lumino City starts us off right. We've got news from the Indie Nomicon, nominate the Indie Game of the Year, and we delve into the emotional journey of toasted wheat products. Oh, and a special guest, my skirm of YouTube fame, joins us for an interview and the rest of the show. Get your Molotovs and baseball bats ready, guys. It's episode 30 of Indie Game Riot. <laughs> Everybody, this is Josh and Ya, and yes, this is episode 30. Look at us just hurtling towards middle age numbers. Uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, we have a very special guest on the show. But first, before we get to him, because we're rude, um, let's talk to uh, Tech, because we never get to hear enough from Tech. Yeah, you guys never hear enough from me. <laughs> so so this recording, I, I show up late because one of the drivers uh, at the Pizza Hut that I work with, I work with, work, work at, um, you're, a you're, just gonna, you're just an consultant. Yeah, and he was and he close and he was close. He was the closing driver, so his car was all sorts of messed up. And so I I was scheduled till ten, but I, I keep telling him don't schedule me on Fridays past a certain time. I I have another job. This, um, and and so that's why I was late. And uh, Rev Rev had an awesome intro in this episode, and it it really got me thinking because while Josh and I were setting up the site. And Rev helped too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, and I setting up the site, we were we basically had to take all of these old old episodes that we had and put them on the website in very different pla- very various different places. And so you know you'd listen to them, and especially the the newer ones, I wanted to make sure that they were all in order, and I wasn't posting episode five on episode three's page and all that. Um, and, and you'd hear the intros, and the intros were boring. And then, like, slowly our intros get more and more, like, <laughs> easy and fun and, and entertaining until, you know, now we've got, like, these sprawling intros that tell you all these things and, and are really just cool to listen to. So we've gone on a journey, guys. Right? <laughs> wow. What about there you, was, There was deep. <laughs> why, did your, why did your voice break right there? Because I'm sick as a <laughs> dog. Like, okay, two days ago, I'm sitting at work. I am on the phone with a client, and, like, we're discussing some $60,000 purchase that he's wanting me to build for him, and I'm telling him it's a dumb idea. Uh, Jesse, my my Twitter handle is at Reverend DS. Um, Anyways, um, so, uh, like, I'm on the phone with this client, and we're talking, like, $60,000 sale that I'm trying to convince this guy we don't want to do, and all of a sudden, like, my sinuses in my skull popped. Your sinuses, you have sinuses other places? Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. Where there's I- the ones right behind the nose, and then there's the ones that are, like, up in your forehead, and the one up in the forehead, like, pop, I felt it pop, and then all of a sudden I'm just gushing snot everywhere. Mm. And it's been two days. And it's horrible. So my oh. voice is my voice is going. I'm sucking down cough drops uh, at the moment. I'm two beers in, and my wife's bringing me some whiskey, and uh, we'll we'll see what, uh, what what we can do. So that that's what's new with me. 
What's new with you, Josh? Well, what's new with me? First of all, yeah, like like uh, Tech said, we have uh, we launched our brand new website thanks to the Indiegogo campaign uh, contributions. Uh, when was that? October it ended, and uh, we have that new website up and everything. We've been working on IndieGameRiot.com. that. IndieGameRiot.com. Yeah, um, uh, my Twitter, Jesse, in the chat is at Joshinia. J A S H I N Y A. Oh, by the way, I uh, know we haven't even introduced Bob yet, but Bob, you the the vlog that you did to to, to tell everyone about the show, you got it right. Nice job. Most people are like Joshinia. It's kind of funny you say that because I've known Josh for like since 2006, yeah. 2006 to 2007. And, and it took me like six months <laughs> on this forum that, that we were part of where I'm just like, like, oh, I get it. That's clever. That's when it, it suddenly clicks and we're like, oh. But anyway, um, and the other, the last thing is that uh, Rev, you gifted us. Um, copies of, of Crypt of the Necrodancer, and uh, I hold you solely responsible for the for the death of the what little I have left of my social life, um, <laughs> because I'm now officially uh, addicted to that game. It's it's also the the death of me writing articles for the site really because is. I've just been like I really want to play Necrodancer. I should record Necrodancer. <laughs> when I when I added my own music to that game, I it was it was over. It was over. Wait, 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 wait. That was the thing we talked about on the show, Tech. I. I like tech listens to what we talk about oh, on the yeah. show, and and he I just listen I, You can do that again. Oh my god! But I'm <laughs> having so much fun listening. To <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> uh, the last thing is we have a special guest. You heard him uh, like a minute ago. His name is Bob, aka My Skirm. You can find him on YouTube because he is a famous celebrity on YouTube. Um, uh, also, <laughs> congratulations on almost hitting 160,000 subscribers. Yes, thank you. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's been up with you, Bob? Uh, well, honestly, nothing. Not even YouTube. This week, um, I am in law school. My followers who watch my blogs probably know because I bitch about it all the time. Um, but I am in law school right now, and the, this current, the current two-week time period that we're in the middle of is finals uh so i had a final yesterday afternoon and this morning and i have one on monday and i have thursday and friday next week and uh they're mostly really hard so <laughs> i i literally yesterday i woke up at six and took a studied all morning took a final studied until 1 30 or 2 in the morning woke up today at six took a final and uh have been sort of vegging out because it's Friday, but I'm gonna have to get get up tomorrow morning and record a YouTube video of some sort. I haven't posted one recently, and then oh, continue no. studying. So that's <laughs> that's like the only thing. Your right fans, now. your fans are gonna have pitchforks out pretty soon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's uh, awesome. it, is, it is final, so hopefully they'll you know they'll they'll, they'll be understanding and and good luck to you on your on your yeah. finals. Well, if you yeah. uh if you if you start falling asleep, uh, you know. While you're studying for your finals, you could always give yourself an indie news injection. Are you bored with the same old games? Yeah. Why then give yourself an indie news injection? Thanks, indie games. And this week, indie news injection. First up, we have the follow-up to last week. Uh, indies versus P- 
you die pie the winners of the game jam on gamejolt.io uh link in the description uh it is done by voting there were 778 games that managed to make it through the censors after they eliminated all of the really super horrible ones uh number one <laughs> was lord of the horde by sloth machine uh it looks to be a uh 4x type kind of quasi old school flash game where you're shooting the, not the zombies or, or trying to bypass the zombies as it were uh, or the defenses as the zombies sorry I haven't had time to play it yet uh, ranked number two Kid vs. School by JCCC uh, have no idea what that's about but you should check it out as well uh, Dance Dance PewDiePie uh, I'm Overpowered su- I'm, surprised, I'm surprised that Dance Dance PewDiePie made three <laughs> I just I, because Did we talked about well no well I don't have time to play all these games because we had all the other <laughs> games to deal with but um it just it's it just they it, either either that's how the game looks or they picked a terrible thumbnail but um I, we talked about all those <laughs> games from last week we talked about all the games that because by the way for those of you who don't know in this uh, game jam there were 903 games entered but then it got knocked down to 778 because that's how many got uh, basically thrown out because, <laughs> because of offensiveness or just just complete BS or whatever uh, was put into it and this looks like one of those like some of these games. lower some of these lower ranked games like they're still in the top 100 right but mm-hmm. some of these look way more interesting than like the, the top yeah. right I, well, I, mean, I, was just looking, I was just looking at Sky Dogs Spacecape is kind of interesting Sky Dogs the art is phenomenal yeah, that, like, that screenshot they picked looks fantastic. Yeah. Well, about, let's like, play Tycoon. Yeah, <laughs> it was interesting. <laughs> yeah. But there, uh, I think, I think part of it has oh, wow. to do just with um, uh, like a popularity contest type of thing too. That might have been, but still, like, some of these just look fantastic. So, link in the description, uh, moving right along, uh, because of bad scheduling. Uh, So, for those of you that know what Advent is, uh, I didn't. I actually had to look it up. Uh, uh, But uh, there is Advent of the Indies, uh, 2014. We're currently in the third day of Advent. Fourth. fourth. No, fifth. Fourth. Fifth, what? Yeah, we're uh, it's it's the website says three. No, the website we are on the fifth. We're on no sixth, sixth. Yes, mother. We know math and numbers. Yeah, no, I don't. Damn it. (laughs) So five, six. I'm moving right along. Okay, so number six (laughs) is uh, is might and delight. I prepped everything for number three because that's what the link said. Uh, AdventoftheIndies.com, 2014. You should check it out. Uh, and uh, it's a different indie game every day of Advent. Um, and uh, let me shout out number two, mm-hmm. Nifilis. We were yes. uh, we were talking about him the other day. I think I can't remember. Oh no, it, that well, was we another, talked about that was stories on live, another episode live stream. No, we well, talked was, about we were we were talking to Jay about it. Uh, anyway. We yeah. talked about we talked about knit stories in a free free fun segment. Yeah, like episode two or three. Uh, I, think, I think it was three. But yeah. um, Advent for Rev, who I, I surprised you didn't know. Advent, there's like Advent calendars where you get to like pop open little doors and pull out candy every day, up until yeah. Christmas. It's the same concept. That um, sounds like a Tuesday to me. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're, I mean, you know, like not, I said, candy, candy, not pills. Uh, oh. so, um, uh, uh, me, me, me Productions. They did Last of the Tinker, uh, Last of the. Yeah, the last tinker we talked about that. Yeah, last uh, of the 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. And um, it is by, I don't know if you said that, uh, Rev, but Rat King, their game developer themselves, actually, I think uh, day three or four has um, one of their games um, for free. You can actually get a, an actual game on, but it's only on Desura, so, you know, that sucks. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, they are doing, they, they are doing, uh, they, they're usually, for, for each day of Advent, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, they have the the game itself, and then they also have some kind of freebie uh, that goes along with it. Like today's is the sixth in the game, you know, Might and Delight uh, is the, the the thing, I guess. The game <laughs> is Shelter. <laughs> their their can, website is horrible. You can, comes, oh, you can win the game Shelter. You win the games that come each day from the developers, but there's a freebie. Usually, it's like a soundtrack or maybe another smaller game that they created, or you know, something like that. Um, since Rev is apparently terrible at Advent. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I was not Catholic. I was... You don't have to be, I'm not Catholic either. You don't have to... You don't, it's, it's I like don't a know Christmas any thing. Catholics. It's the closest Christ- I've got is I dated somebody whose mom was a nun. You walk through a store, you can see an Advent calendar. Yeah. Oh. I don't shop. Maybe not, maybe, yeah, that's true. You don't fly either. Right. But, uh, in other news, uh, The Old City, which is a game we talked about uh, in a previous episode, uh, it has finally released uh, on Steam in its beautiful oh. atmospheric oh, glory yeah. uh, to very positive, or at least as Steam says, positive reviews. Um, currently, it is on sale for 25% off. Normally, it's $14.99. You can get it for eleven twenty-four until December 10th. Um, and, you know, obviously, you know, we talked about this game before. It is phenomenal. And you should definitely buy it. <laughs> I think that was uh, episode two or three as well. Yeah, it was. It was a while ago. Uh, we the did point is, Pizza. wait until after the sale ends and then buy it at full price to support oh, yeah. awesome indie dev exactly. development. Or if you're broke as fuck, buy it on sale. Exactly. <laughs> and that is by uh, Postmod Softworks uh, on Steam. We're we're the only curator who has uh, <laughs> reviewed it. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. Oh, uh, I wish more people would review it. They, they deserve a lot more. Um. But speaking of uh, people who deserve a lot more, this is actually a pretty small convention that's been growing. This is their second annual game expo. It's called the Indienomicon, um, taking place in Florida. They actually do uh, they actually do kind of like mini conventions for game devs um, every month. But every year they do a, a large game expo, uh, and this is the second one. Uh, so for those of you in Florida or planning to go down to Florida or have money out the ass and you can just fly down to Florida anytime you want. Go to Indie Namicon. Uh, you'll meet lots of indie devs. Play lots of uh, probably early access or not early access, early development. I always get those words mixed up. Uh, early development indie games, and I think I just told Rev's thing. But you know what? Screw you. You know what? It's in downtown Orlando at the Public <laughs> Library, Saturday, December sixth. So for those of you listening live, that's good for you. For those of you that are listening to the recorded version, sucks to be you. From noon until five p.m. Go check it out. Sucks to be you, just like Bob said. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that made me laugh, by the way, Bob. <laughs> well, those those are the jokes, man. That's my that's my A material. <laughs> just <laughs> those are the jokes, man. Just yeah. just uh, you know, sucks sucks to be you, viewer. Sucks to be you. So yeah. Uh, okay. Laugh at it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> so, that's the joke. There it is. Speaking of sucks to be whoever, sucks to be Isaac uh, in Biting of Isaac because his life really sucks. If you haven't played the game, Isaac has a uh, what am I, what am I, overzealously Christian, Christian mother, I guess you would say, um, who hates him for whatever reason. Basically, it's a uh, uh, 
roguelike game that uh, you kind of dungeon crawl and have to make your way through with upgrades and everything like that. It's recently had an update uh, or an expansion or a sequel, whatever you want to call it, really, um, called Binding of Isaac Rebirth. And it's actually getting another update um, very soon. Uh, when is it coming out? Ed, Ed McMillan said uh, he has big plans for the expansion. There's going to be a huge chunk of gameplay, um, a new game mode, double the amount of things you can do, everything like that. Um, so keep an eye out for a new update to Binding of Isaac. For those of you who own it, if you don't own it, go buy it. Now, this uh, this next piece of news sort of hit really fast, and then there was a pretty fast response. Um, Microsoft indie developers uh, for the uh, Xbox, I think it's just the 360. Sorry, I'm out of breath. I had to <laughs> I, I had to go unlock the door for my girlfriend in the middle of the segment. So, <laughs> so yeah, there, <laughs> there you go. I was really uh, confused. I was like, are yeah, you okay? That, that's why I said, be right back. No, um, so basically uh, the report was that they had been, uh, Microsoft had not been paying some of their developers for their September sales and that they weren't going to get those payments um, before Christmas. Um, ah. Yeah, and this wasn't all of the developers, but apparently it was um, uh, at, le- at least some. Are you going to catch your breath, man? Yeah, no, I, I got this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was at least some, and then... Um, once Microsoft got uh, word of this, they released a statement. Due to a technical issue in our payment system, we recently learned that some payments to select developers in the Xbox Live Indie Games program on Xbox 360 were delayed. Our partners are important to us, and we took and we uh, work hard to make sure that they have a great development experience. This is an unfortunate error, and we'll be working to fix it. We apologize for this incident and anticipate developers will receive payments within the next two weeks, uh, which will have which I think. Uh, this happened on Wednesday. With interest, in- they better pay him with interest. Those sons of bitches. Definitely. Uh, so I think I think that'll be around the uh, the week of the fifteenth, uh, possibly the eighth. All that money went that into is approximately two weeks. All that now. money went into Mojang. They just couldn't afford it for them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but hey, Mojang isn't indie anymore, so they can pay them whenever. So they can pay them on time. Um, so, uh, yeah, it looks like that this, the, the payments are over 64 days late, um, and a full payment. So that's 19 days, uh, later than, uh, the acceptable period that, uh, Microsoft is given. I didn't know there was an acceptable period. Yeah, that's, that's apparently part of their, uh, their own acceptable period. (laughs) We, we accept that we're late. Subject to change. (laughs) Uh, you want to give the next one to, to to Rev just because you know you're like almost no. passed out? Or? No, no, I'm I'm good. I'm actually. I'm All, actually. Right. All right. So IndieDB has a new top 100 most popular games. This is a user generated stats where people vote on. Well, the- this this is like their award, their best indie yeah. game of the year award for IndieDB. They do this every year, and and so it's user generated. So number one right now, Five Nights at Freddy's two. Uh, number two is Five Nights at Freddy's. Three is Gang Beasts. Four is Mountain Blade Warband, which I... Is that indie? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Close enough. They, 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 they consider the it indie, apparently. It's, it's a great game. Um, like, I've, I've had a lot of fun playing the I'm a little, simulator. I'm a little confused, though, why... I feel like they shouldn't let... Because I see, like, number 15 is Amnesia. I've, why they would let an older game be a part of yeah. this list. And Minecraft's on here. Years years um, yeah. But it's... 
it's it's still a really cool idea and actually um dragon age three what inquisition what what where <laughs> hey, that's <laughs> number that's number, number 22. 22 23 on mine all right well there's issues oh. here obviously but anyway right. if you want uh if you want a specific indie game to win uh indie db's indie game of the year 2014 award go check out the link uh in the description or for those yep. of you in the chat that are watching live uh, click the link and go vote for your favorites. Now, now here, here, here's something. Just as some, something for the uh, for the chat and the live live audience. Sorry, people who are uh, listening to the recorded version. You can do this too if you're listening to the recorded version. Sucks to be go, you. Go down to number sixty-two, Star Made. Now, I I um I bought Star Made when you didn't have to buy it, like probably two years ago, and it's basically. You bought it when you didn't have to buy it. Well, well so you could you could play the game for free. It was or like you, a name your own price. Uh, it, it, no, it was. Um, <laughs> and now my cat's in here. Everything's going to hell. Um, <laughs> I have to throw her out soon. Uh, start, it, it's basically. He's talking about his girlfriend. Because it was in, <laughs> uh, it was in beta, or you could buy like the like the founder pack, which is like four ninety nine. And so I was like, I'm oh. making plenty of money at this time. Let's do this. And so it's basically like Minecraft in space. And you can make really cool. It's kind of like uh, like a lower graphical version of Space Engineers. Uh, oh, okay. But I really like that game, and I'm really happy to see it on the list. Cool. Towns is on this list. What? What? Yeah. yeah Towns is 66. Let's just let's just assume that let's just assume that they're going to get that shit worked out. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> but um, speaking of actually indie games of the year, uh, right now as we speak, please don't leave the stream. <laughs> uh, but right now as we speak, the uh, video game awards that has taken over the VGX, thank God. Um, is actually going on, and they have uh, one of the one of the categories is best indie, independent game of the year. Uh, the f- the five nominees that they have for the for the uh, why can I not think of words for the thing is <laughs> Broken Age Act One by Double Fine, Monument Valley by Us Two, Shovel Knight Yacht Club Games, Transistor by Supergiant Games, and our very own Bob obviously has played Transistor the whole way through. Um, and the vanishing of Ethan Carter by the astronauts. Um, I think, I think, I think I'm Rev. You said before the show that you would vote for Shovel Knight. Um, I think that's my vote. Vote too. I, I really like that club games. Um, what about you, Tech? Um, you know, I'm I'm weird because yes, Shovel Knight's awesome, but. I don't like, and, and it's winning so many things that I'm almost like, maybe you should vote for someone else. Actually, like, what they deserve, and they, what, what were you going to say, Rob? No, I was going to say, I, I think I, I agree with him on that. Like, really? Shovel Knight's, Shovel Knight is out, out of the entire list and the ones that I've, I've played, because I haven't played Broken Age. Yeah. Uh, I don't think like, Broken Age. Well, a lot of people are complaining about Broken Age. I'm surprised. Um, well, but. That- I would I would actually change my vote to the vanishing of Ethan Carter. I I would vote I think I would vote for Transistor because it the gameplay is new. I got to deal with a couple of hipsters you know, on this show. Like, well no, cuz Shovel like, Knight's won too many games. I, I don't think I'm over. Shovel Knight, Shovel Knight does what it does perfectly. It is a like it is nostalgic. It is, you know, pure, you know, hack and slash fun. Platform, Nintendo right. hard. Yeah, platform. Yeah, exactly. But but like it it doesn't it didn't bring anything new to the table, but it was a really fun game. So like yes, obviously and they did it fantastically. They, yeah, they I see what you're a saying. Phenomenal job. But like Transistor, I felt brought more to the table. And was it a bastion? I don't think so. No. But, but you know, I mean, either way, any of these games except for Broken Age, in my opinion, would deserve a to win. 
Well, someone in the chat said that Broken Age is, was amazing, so you know, yeah. your, your opinion not... is void now. Okay, all right. So, Bob, <laughs> which one would you vote for? Um, well, honestly, I'm not familiar with all of these. Uh, I enjoy Shovel Knight. I mean, I basically share the same opinion as you guys. As you guys. Um, as you guys, yeah, you know what I'm saying? It has a really good, just like well-done platformer thing going on, and it's hard not to fu- have fun playing it, but... I was blown away by Transistor. Um, I liked the art, but I, I also thought that the the gameplay, I mean, you can play it the way that I played it in my Let's Play, which is just like, hey, I know this one combination, and I can just run around and haphazardly <laughs> run past. And But there's so much in, there's so much in that, the system, the upgrade system, and the combining the, uh, I forget what they're even called, the things you combine to make Out. your attacks and stuff. Like, yeah, it's. I just thought it was really interesting. You could play it five times back to back to back to back to back, and you would, you know, you could do a different thing each time. I thought it was pretty sweet in that way. Sweet so transistor to get your. Uh, yeah, okay. well, and I don't. Vanishing of Ethan Carter, uh, I know nothing about, but that art is intriguing. It looks beautiful, and <laughs> yeah, there are, there are a lot of videos of it. I know. I think Yogscast did it. I'm not sure. Someone, or maybe maybe it was, maybe it was Jessica. But anyway, um, yeah. So I think if uh, IGR were to vote, uh, Transistor would win. Um, however, only because we're voting democratically. Oh, oh, that was yeah. the last thing. That was yeah. the last thing. You know, <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. You know who else is a winner? Who's that? Bob. Bob, you're a winner. Aren't you, Bob? Poor bastard. What did I? What did I win? You won. You won. You won a seat on any game ride. I'm sorry. Um, so Bob, you're actually here um, to be a guest, but we also have some questions for you. We're going to do an interview with Bob, aka My Skirm. By the way, you can—I'm uh, going to mention it at the end of the show, and there's going to be a link in the description. But you can check out his YouTube channel, uh, YouTube.com/slash My Skirm, M-U-I-S-K-E-R-M. So go check it out. Um, for everyone in the live chat, I'm sure they already know the link, but that's okay. <laughs> As Red's pacing in, you didn't know. Um, <laughs> But anyway, uh, we're going to do kind of a round robin thing like we do with uh, everyone we interview. Uh, I'll go first since my name is first because I'm uh, I got to it first. So screw you guys. Uh, <laughs> so a bit of meta casting here. Josh <laughs> sends out the notes like he compiles. He's like, "This is our outline," and really, it's just copy and paste. And then we just kind of add shit <laughs> to it until we're ready to record. And uh, whenever we do an interview, like he gets this, he's like, "Questions for our interview person. You should add them to it." But like we get it, by the time Tech and I get to the show notes, uh, Josh has got all of his there, and it's like, "Well, you." I could ask him yeah. about his shoes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, Rev and I get questions out tomorrow really well. Uh, <laughs> hey, guys, can you get your questions out today? Um, just tomorrow. Sure. Oh, and, and uh, just, as a, just as a cool other feature to encourage people to come to the live stream, if you guys have any questions, we might ask them to Bob. And well, he, and I might read them in chat. I'm trying yeah, exactly. to keep up with chat. Yeah. So, so there you go. Uh, so, how about my first question? <laughs> Guys, uh, Bob, you play a part in the indie game community as a consumer and on the press side via your YouTube channel. Um, we like to ask, like, what, because we love the indie community, what are some of the best experiences you've had within the community on, on, as in both of those roles? Um, well, I'm still pretty new to the YouTube thing. So, uh, I, I, 
it's it's still exciting for me when I get emails from people or when I like uh, I played Don't Starve Together recently. It's in closed beta, and uh, I just happened to have a friend who had a key who like had an in and had some extra. And I just got to play this game, and I love I loved Don't Starve. I don't really have much of it on my channel because I'm bad at it. And I, <laughs> people didn't enjoy watching that, but uh, it I find it really interesting how in the indie game community all the developers are kind of just like yeah if you want to test my game like you know let me know what you think you can put it on your channel like it's not so I don't know, it's it's very friendly and just the other day i did a recording session on a game that's like in pre pre-development it's called due process oh he uh, talked about, about that. that game yeah. you got so to play it yeah, I I uh, I'm I know Baron von Games is a, a fellow YouTuber that I've got hooked up with. He knows the devs, and we played with some some YouTubers and some devs, and they actually had to like manage the server like in game. They were like, "Oh, the server's going down." Let me, <laughs> and because it's it's at that point still, but they were so cool to hang out with, and we got to record it. And I'm gonna be hopefully editing that together and putting it up uh, on my channel I'm but definitely oh, it's just yeah. it's so fascinating to uh, play these games that are like and the same thing happened with trove trove has gotten a lot bigger since the first time i played it but to watch the games grow and see these guys who were like i have this idea and it's just kind of awesome it's gonna happen uh, and they figure out how to make it work it's really cool baron von guy you should uh you should hook us up. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna, no because like we talked about what was it, like 17 or 18 yeah, i think we were really excited about that oh game. my it's... god like and every single person i tell tell like you have to check this game out like this this they is the game yeah it is at, it is as good as it looks too i will say oh. we had we had a, a slew of variety of issues um, because it's procedurally generated, there were some issues with that system, and, you know, it's in pre-development. What are you going to do? And, and through everything, even with the recording issues that that caused and everything, it was it was just, like, awesome. It was the best shooter I've played in a long time. I could not stop smiling the entire time. <laughs> and that does not happen. There are a lot of recording sessions I have sat through where... <laughs> I'm I'm smiling at the camera, but I'm crying inside because it's yeah. it sucks in the game, you know, whatever. So I am so excited for that game to keep. Oh man, I, I do have to keep to going. Ask, I, I do have to ask though, and this isn't an actual interview question, but just because you mentioned the game while you were playing Due Process, as you guys were drawing out your your plan, did you draw a penis? That is the absolute first thing that I did. Genital <laughs> <laughs> stimulator. Wait, 2015 okay. <laughs> genital drawing simulator 2014 whenever it's releasing so so because we're on the the sort of the youtube i guess topic with with the reviews what are your opinions uh, both as a gamer and as a youtuber of the made for youtubers games that are made to be fun or ridiculous to watch but offer odd challenging or sometimes bad gameplay or control like certain simulator octodad uh, a game Goat that we're talking simulator. about. A, uh, Goat Simulator, yeah, I'll, I'll include <laughs> that. But also in a game that we're talking about later, um, I am I am Toast. I am Bread. I am, I am bread. bread. There we go. Yeah. Be toast. So so, what do you think of those? Um, I I am a peculiar gamer. I I really enjoy stuff like that. I'm I'm I don't know how famous Quop is. I have absolutely no idea. But Quop, it's like an online. Uh, running simulator basically <laughs> and it's and the controls are just like completely Horrible. ridiculous and uh and but i have put so many hours into sitting and i do it like when i'm taking study breaks or if i'm just watching a boring tv show that i'm 
I don't want to change the channel or whatever. <laughs> I put so many hours into trying to figure out how to get over that goddamn hurdle at the 50 <laughs> yeah. meter mark on Quab. I have I've done it like once and then I screwed it up before I finished the race or whatever. But I I really enjoy games where the controls are like fighting you. I enjoy trying to like figure <laughs> out what the hell it wants, and uh, and so I think uh, I appreciate that the that's you know maybe the average gamer or a lot of gamers like to enjoy the experience of a game and and a story of some sort or what. <laughs> yeah. But I think those games that are like just sort of technical fuckeries yeah, where it's, you know like yeah it's like this isn't even anything but i just want to get better at it i love that so i, I like i like how you're like oh, time to relax to get away from school and all the stress let's <laughs> yeah. play a rage game yeah. <laughs> well but that's the thing i don't rage i don't rage at it either. I, i'll go like half an hour playing co-op and not get past 10 meters sometimes and it's just like <laughs> I, know, I know i can do this it, it's like it's like chess I can't. My rage. <laughs> at, at least, at least you can get that far. I don't think I've ever made it past like the half meter mark. I, I've been able to get the get get where he, he's like on the ground. You can sort of hop him a little bit, but yeah, <laughs> never. It always I, I it always devolves to that the completely yeah. spread legs. Yeah, maybe if I just scoot an inch at a time. Uh, All right. Well, yeah. uh, ne- next question. Slightly, uh, slightly more. Uh, serious note uh, how much would you estimate that you have spent in terms of, of money time broken relationships <laughs> whatever cars during the course of your YouTube career um <laughs> broken relationships honestly it's hard it's hard to say it's hard to attribute much of it to YouTube specifically okay I, because I the computer that I had uh, back in the day before I did YouTube I, I had a friend I have a friend he's still my friend <laughs> who, uh, who's a computer him. he's in my closet <laughs> yeah. he's, he's so a computer engineer though. and we built I built like a budget gaming rig on like a medium tower it was like a $480 computer all told um, but I've always been into gaming and I've always had so many Xbox games or 360 games or whatever games like that I, I haven't played in four years but I refuse to sell because I hoard my games and uh, I probably have spent more on like microphones and cameras than I ever would have in the rest of my life. But my in terms of money, I would have bought all the games that I've bought anyway, yeah. just just to play them. Um, and in relationships, it was tough. Uh, my now wife, then girlfriend and fiance over the span of time, uh, we've always lived in a one bedroom apartment and we still do. And so like <laughs> the hardest part is trying to find times and places where i can record oh. and she's not trying to live i feel you brother also <laughs> in the same space and uh and it's we had some tensions in the beginning <laughs> when i was especially the first things i ever recorded were drunk minecraft and so it would be like four o'clock on a thursday and i would just get <laughs> you know would be really get, like, good good and drunk and start yelling and Sunday my desk penis. was <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and and you know she didn't appreciate that because who would appreciate that if you? <laughs> I, I appreciate it, okay. <laughs> but uh, but honestly, I I probably would have a pretty similar life in terms of video games and stuff. It would just be much more private. Yeah, I think I, I kind of feel you on that too. Because I mean, even I, when I was doing let's plays, I stopped now because I told you I have I have kids and we're living in a really small apartment too. And even with the podcast, I don't know if anyone heard earlier in the show, but my daughter just came barging in and. <laughs> 
So uh, there's that always I have to deal with. But I'm telling you, Tylenol PM. Uh, <laughs> Just put some whiskey in the milk. This don't. is that's that's Ravintech talking. Uh, please don't call CPS. Um, <laughs> uh, but so speaking of like you know things kind of like clashing and everything like that. You you go to law school. Um, how does that kind of mesh with your YouTube career? Like when you graduate law school, you know, do your bar exam or whatever. Uh, what does that mean for your the future of your channel? Oh well, by the time I graduate law school, I'm probably gonna have like two or three million subscribers. So I'll just be living the life. No, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, probably gonna have. Yeah, I mean the dream obviously is to turn into the next PewDiePie, but uh -huh. still be a human being um, <laughs> in my regular life. Uh, but uh, honestly, I don't. It's kind of like day to day. Uh, as to what the plans are for the future. If I can have a career doing YouTube and make, you know, a enough actual money that I can pay bills and the things you have to do when you're a fully, fully certified adult, I would love to do that. But uh, it doesn't really pan out that way for most people, as far yeah. as I've seen. I happen to be friends with Markiplier, um, and, you know, it really panned out for him. But that is rare and it's hard to do and it's hard to manage right it has, it has not been easy on him personally uh you know moving to la sucked but that's kind of the sort of thing you do when you get into the show business sort of stuff and you want to actually grow your career mm. it's uh so i don't have any plans set in stone but as far as day to day it's like a constant battle to get myself to do one thing or the other some days i'm all about studying and I really do enjoy law school, and I think law is really fascinating. But some days, all I want to do is just sit down and grind on my gunslinger and just play like nine <laughs> hours of Trove. Um, and so it's it, sort of whatever mood I'm in sometimes, but yeah. it's hard to manage the time is the problem, and I'm awful at time management. I, yeah, <laughs> I think a lot of people are with you with that too. And before we move on to text next question, um, someone asked in the chat, um, What's the scariest game you've ever played? Oh, well, I I am an absolute pansy, and I, I can't do, like, scary movies, scary <laughs> games. So I have played Five Nights at Freddy's and Five Nights at Freddy's 2, and I, I played them on, like, live streams on different occasions. I have never actually posted a video, but I think the streams might be up on my Twitch or somewhere. It's... If, if you watch it, you'll just see you'll, you'll see <laughs> one, one of my reactions to any of the jump scares. I like absolutely lose my shit and my headphones fall off and I I, <laughs> I just can't even handle yeah, it. So yeah, that's the scariest ever, game I've chosen to play. But yeah. did did you ever kill your roommate's snake? <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a rev yeah. story in one of our previous episodes. Go yeah. listen to it if you're curious. But yeah, definitely. I, I know what you mean. Like I, Five Nights at Freddy's Two is that that's one of those games like you know it's coming. Even like even like you have you can't open the door. You lift up your your computer. And then you're like, okay, it's going to come. I know it's coming. But yeah. it somehow always gets you no matter what. Oh, man. Uh, go ahead, Tech. Sorry. I, right. I wanted to get that in there. So, so, so we now know that you have a, let's say, eclectic uh, repertoire of, of enjoyable games to you that you like to yeah. play. So so what really, like just going more into the, into, the meat of, into the meat of it, what draws you to a game that you've never played? Like, is it, do you look at something like, oh, that that gameplay looks interesting like with Quop, or it's like oh this art is phenomenal or maybe you have been following this developer for a really long time it's like oh man they've gone through so many hardships like you know i want to support this game like what like makes you 
take that extra step and buy a game? Um, it's kind of a it's kind of really a mixed bag, I guess. I the the main thing that I appreciate in gaming um, is kind of what I was talking about with the rage games and co-op and stuff. I really appreciate like the uh, I don't even know how to say this the technical side of gaming. I what I play to relax at home, honestly, I play NHL uh, 14 or 15, whatever the newest one is, on the Xbox. You hate one. yourself, don't you? I well, it's I like to. I mean, it's I like, I like sports. I like too. hockey. I appreciate hockey as a sport. So I like. I enjoy hockey. I have a favorite team. I'm a Red Wings fan. Um, <laughs> but it's that. like. Uh, must have been some jerk. Um, <laughs> but it's like that. You know, mastering like. Uh, what does the AI learn? Because the AI is pretty good in the new one. So, like, how, how can I trick the AI? Different schemes I can use. The actual controls themselves. It's very, like, so you like, I don't know, meditative. Like, like, I get scheming. into this thing where I'll just play, like, six NHL games. And yeah. I just sit there and it's, like, I zone out. And I appreciate that a lot in games. So that's something that I am drawn towards. But, like, with Transistor, it was the art. I saw the art and I heard, like, the song that the original music they had. And I was like... Well, I gotta at least try it, Super and then obviously it turned out always. to be great. Yeah. But yeah, have you ever? Did you ever play Kerbal Space Program? I love KSP. Uh, I'm I'm awful at it because I'm yeah. <laughs> ignorant as to what an apoapsis is or a periapsis or what. But I I love to build things that look ridiculous and see how far they'll fly. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's what everybody does in Kerbal Space Program. <laughs> did you, you see the feel- video? That- the, the guys that managed to get the uh, their their plane thingy to go by mounting machine guns backwards. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> there was, like they just like built this plane and it, like the only propulsion is all of these machine guns that point backwards. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah, if you want to really feel like a, a complete ignoramus, you guys should check out. Uh... Oh man, there's this Scottish guy who does KSP videos. Oh, oh, oh. what's his name? Oh, I know what you're talking about. I he has say. like long-term mission plan. I mean, if you look at like his his galaxy uh, from far away, he has like satellites on every moon. He's got like research oh drones for going. He's like, I mean, he's he's a this Scott space Manley engineer. Scott Manley, yes, he actually works in like rocket science of some sort. He does. So he's just like, this is how I. Well, yeah, and he'll just talk about it. He's like, I did some quick calculations, and uh, <laughs> and I need to have a periaps of this, and I'm going to catch a gravity boost from the moon, and I'm going to get gravity boost from uh, from some other planet to ultimately get to this planet. And it's like, oh, my why, gosh. Why isn't he in space? <laughs> yeah, really? Well, I, think, I think he sends people to space is the uh, impression. I don't know if he's ever talked about it, but he's he's that game is really fascinating the way he plays it because it's, like, too intense for me. Uh, where are we on Rev right now? Yeah, I, I think I was I was enjoying the story. I'm okay with skipping my question. <laughs> All right, goodbye. Um, actually, I have uh, I, yeah. Somebody somebody in chat actually wanted to know uh, what does uh, Mandy, whom I assume is is your fiance now wife, if I'm if I caught that correctly, think about your ideas for the future in terms of your YouTube career. It's funny the person who asked that's gone now. <laughs> well, it sucks to be them. Um. I if it's if it's too personal, let me put it this <laughs> yeah, way. I, I can, if it's I can, too personal, I can skip it's to my fine. Actual question. That's why I didn't ask. I that think one. she's on the same page as me. Uh, oh. It's sort of like if there's money in it, you know, maybe it'll yeah. work. But 
It's okay. not it's not a job if you don't earn a salary, so it's kind of right. a problem with student loans yeah. and everything. Yeah. Okay. Well, in that case, here's my here's my my real question. Uh, what specifically brought you to focus on independent games and independent developers for your channel, as opposed to doing the the more mainstream AAA route? I think you only have like one AAA game, right? This The Last of Us that you play, or did I miss one? Um, and even that's not really super AAA. I th- I think that's probably yeah my one. As far as I I can't even remember, but uh, <laughs> I mean I think it's just like and when I think about what what do I want to put on the channel, and I I I do enjoy. I mean I play Battlefield Four. I don't play the new COD, uh, but Call of Duty is the series that I played the original of, and got me into gaming. COD Four Modern Warfare. I put like I don't know a couple months of game time into that. Uh, over the over my college career instead of studying, uh, so I do play those games, but I just think like I'm not going to have interesting or unique things to say. I'm not going to have funny reactions. You're not going to, you know, everyone knows who cares what Call of Duty, Advanced Warfare, whatever the new one, yeah. how it plays, what it's like. So I enjoy those kind of games uh, for for what they are, but I just don't think anyone wants to see another guy play it. Mostly. <laughs> um, now, as far as um, just your channel is concerned, what I mean, you play. I mean, you kind of. I'm trying to think out a word this to make it so you're not repeating yourself. Uh, Ask do you, you have? What, can you give us? Can you give us an exclusive, like an IGR exclusive, uh, about any uh, future uh, LPs or, or events or any kind of goals you have for the channel that you'd like to start putting out or? Anything like that? Um, thought that far? Nothing concrete. I am. I'm working with a, a site called 99 Gamers. It's like a game exchange kind of thing, mm-hmm. um, where I'm I'm doing like a sponsored deal kind of thing, um, where I'm doing a monthly video. And this month I am getting uh, a couple trilogies. I bought the Bioshock trilogy, and I also got the Mass Effect trilogy, which I have played all of the Mass Effect games. Um, but as I just happen to get, I'm trying to do like themes for that video. And so I happen to get those and I'm thinking about doing like all of one of those trilogies or all of both of them. Uh, cause I love mass effect and I've never played, I played Bioshock one. I've not played two or infinite. Mass Effect's um, going to be a massive series. Too. <laughs> I know. Well, yeah. And I was thinking it would have to be like hour long episodes and like only Plus. do the story and just try and get to the end kind of thing. But yeah. yeah. Those I'm, I want to play both of those. So if I can figure out a way to do it, that would be fun. Okay, that sounds like a lot of fun. Just for like a like when you have a plan for like a video series, and and they're fun games. So so that definitely helps out. Tag it's your turn. I know. <laughs> okay. so, <laughs> That's text interjection. <laughs> um, everyone knows that. The big popular thing for a while on the internet is like angry, negative reviews about games. And so what is your opinion on the the negativity or the tendency to review bad games? Like, do you think it's too widespread? Do you think people aren't being harsh enough? Is that just sort of a niche, a niche that, you know, some people care about and some people don't? Um, it- I honestly don't go in for that kind of stuff too much, but it seems to me from, from, I mean, I've seen videos, obviously they're all over the place, but it seems to me like that's just sort of playing to an audience. Yeah. 
like and and it might be the people i know people who would probably love to just go you know do rants and talk about games that they hate or things that they hate in it i uh but it i don't know i think i think it's just a certain kind of audience that you know it's fun to to totally bash <laughs> something that you're yeah. you know disconnected from it's not Definitely a person better. or something it's just like oh it's you know it sucks it's awful look at this it's hilarious you know it's yeah, entertaining to do but i don't think it's i think it has its place but it's not anything i don't know it's not on my radar very much i guess yeah all right, all right. uh next up uh, and this is my last actual question um, since I no longer ask the genital question, uh, how would you say that your personality, as it comes across in your videos, has changed over time? Um, I think the biggest thing is I figured out how to talk to myself. I, I don't think that I, as a person, have changed uh, in terms of what I actually think or the jo- you know jokes I try and make, but it's hard to figure out uh, especially because I started, I only recorded with other people for before I was on YouTube. I only recorded with friends, and it's hard to figure out what to say to yourself. There, in a lot of my early videos, there are just times where in my head I'm thinking like, you know, oh look at that, look, you know, look over there, that building, the the sun glinting off the windows is really interesting. And I, if I would just say it out loud, you know, it's probably what I do now. But it's hard to talk to a camera like you're talking to a another person yeah one thing i like i i think when i do my let's plays and then when i see a lot of other uh, youtubers do it too um i don't know why i'm giving you tips because you're already pretty successful but (laughs) 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 but uh like i i like it when um it's kind of like you're bringing someone on a journey with you it's like almost like talking to someone when you're on a road trip you know Uh what i mean that's kind Mm -hmm. of i always like that i've actually uh recently found that i i have like the opposite issue almost where it's like I'll be talking and then my mouth will be doing something while I'm playing the game and recording and then all of a sudden my brain will think of something really funny and in my head I'm like oh that, that that's really funny I'm glad I said that and then I'll watch the video back and be like oh yeah this is where I make that joke why did I make that joke I know that I said that joke where is it where is it just, a lot of your a lot of your body parts are disconnected to yeah exactly um so some of the indie games that you played are um, on your channel. Don't Starve, Transistor, and Trove, which was actually, um, from what I've seen, is the first gameplay you've ever uploaded uh, on your channel. And it's like one of your longest series running uh, at the moment. Um, but what about Trove specifically drove you to choose it? As your launch. Yeah. Or even to um, play. Well, honestly, I, I... Originally, I was thinking, like, I wanted to play a lot of Minecraft just because I enjoy Minecraft. And, and I was thinking about, you know, how that might play, what I could do that would make it unique. And it's, it's pretty hard to find something that's not on YouTube in regards to Minecraft. Um, so I was like, well, what, how could I be different? And so I sort of just, I found Trove uh, because it looked like a Minecraft butt game. Like, it had, it had a twist, but it looked a lot like Minecraft. It had that cube world sort of look. And, uh, and so I played it originally just as, like, substitute for Minecraft. Uh, but the thing that kept it going is I played it the first time, and I played the first class, and then there, there were, like, two classes when I started, and I think now there's five. And so I played it, and I did a couple episodes, and then I sort of forgot about it, and then I was getting comments and, and tweets or, or, or whatever, messages from people that was like, 
there's this class you haven't even played on your tro like you and there's new dungeons they have dungeons now that that didn't exist when i first played it and all that and the stuff kept popping up and i was like well i gotta see what that looks like uh, <laughs> and now and so it just keeps evolving there's and now the dungeons are just like crazy reaching into the sky things that look ridiculous but it just keeps growing and so it's interesting to know where it was and see how it keeps growing and now it's free to play and it's got like in-game transactions which is not how it was originally schemed uh set up to be so it's that's really what drove me to play trove it's really interesting to watch that process that's a good reason to 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 buy a game in early access too it's it's watching and being a part of a game as it grows instead of having everything laid out in front of you and just support for it in general and actually you kind of you kind of answered the second half of this question was giving us a quick review so basically we can assume that um it's a it's a definite like go give it a try yeah i mean it's it's definitely uh veered away from minecraft if you want just something that is minecraft that looks different um it's not the same anymore it's not focused on the same sort of stuff that minecraft is but it's if you like uh, sort of adventure dungeon clearing sort of things uh, it's really it's got some goofy little quirks and it's got some interesting twists that are worth checking out and uh, another question that came up from the, the live chat is um, where did I see it oh uh, what, what is the worst game you've ever played hmm <laughs> that, that, that's always a good one <laughs> that's when you know it's a good one um, man, I don't know. I keep thinking it's 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 not fair because I keep thinking of things that are really not bad games. Uh, but like I had, see, this isn't this is probably not the worst objective game I've ever played, but the worst experience I've ever had. There was an Xbox Live uh, arcade game called Shadow Complex that was like a side scrolling. Oh, I love that game. <laughs> I I don't know what it was about that game. I could not. I'm not good at that sort of. Uh, two-dimensional map exploration sort of thing. I, I I was awful at the mechanics of that game, and I just got stuck at one point. I don't even know what I was stuck on, but I could not figure it out, and I I like rage quit forever at one point. <laughs> um, so, but that's not I, a bad I can, game. I, I know that's that. not a bad game, but no, I I can, hated I can that see game. it. My 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 spouse has failed to to complete it as well. They rage quit as well. But I I had to draw because I enjoy. Uh, the writing of Orson Scott Card, despite the fact that he's a horrendous <laughs> asshole, uh, like, like he's he's really good at writing. And this the, the Shadow Complex is the the bridge between two of his books. We had like an so, entire like uh, off segment show yeah. that you explained all of that. Oh, where I ranted about Orson Scott, Scott Card. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so, funny. so so this next question. Josh, I think you wrote this one under me. I'm not sure. I did because you. I got rid of another one that oh, cool, wasn't cool. really relative. Yeah, that's fine. So what made you decide to start doing charity live streams? And is there any particular charity that you like really love and really want to give more support to? Um, that one comes probably from Markiplier, really. I mean, back before he started YouTube, we were hanging out and uh, and we were both in college trying to figure out you know what to do with ourselves and he had the idea to start youtube and one of his i i don't even know how he came up with it i don't remember if i was there or not but one of his accompanying ideas was like he wanted to raise money um for cancer 
research because uh, I believe his dad had cancer and so it was close to his heart. And I thought it sounded cool to do a live stream and he, he did one or two on by himself and I helped him with one or two. And the thing that made me decide to adopt it, steal the idea for myself is uh, how effective it is. I feel like there are a lot of like 5Ks and you know, there are a lot of charity things that exist that are like activities that a certain kind of people would want to do. You know, like a running or a walking race does not appeal to everyone. And like the American Cancer Society, where you do the 24-hour camping outside thing, uh, I forget what it's called, but that doesn't really appeal to everyone. You know, there, and I feel like the market of video gamers, there's not, you know, there's not like a come play Xbox for charity. There's no, there's no video game themed charitable outlets and stuff like that. Yeah. And so there, there are all these people who spend a lot of time on YouTube or on. Uh, watching their favorite casters on Twitch or playing games and, you know, being in the gaming community who I'm sure would, you know, if they have spare money, would gladly donate it to a cause if they were attracted to something like a live stream. Yeah. Um, that just, there's no outlet for them. And so I think that's part of the reason that Mark and and I on his coattails have had so much success with the live streams is this is something where people who watch YouTube videos, gaming videos would watch the stream for fun anyway and then it you know it can be used as a platform you have this audience of people and you can say to them you know here's this great cause whatever it is and they you know it's just something that doesn't come up in the world of gamers as much as it does in the world of joggers or, or whatever yeah other so, situ- so, so follow up question to that have you heard of the game called blood sport <laughs> or rather no. peripheral so so we talked about this in the last episode um it is a it, it's it's it had a Kickstarter, but Kickstarter suspended it. Where it was a peripheral that hooks up to a controller uh, rumble pack, and every single time the rumble pack rumbles, it drains a little bit of your blood. <laughs> and and the guys wanted to um, basically have it, you know, tour around Canada and have like these massive gaming events where people would like famous YouTubers would be hooked up to this you know, machine and in front of live audiences who could, you know, like donate money and they're donating blood. And so like, like you think that that would be effective? <laughs> I mean, honestly, that sounds kind of cool. Uh, I can see why Kickstarter might've yes. had issue with that, I guess. Cause they, they have some, uh, as far issues. as I know, some pretty strict rules about stuff. Yeah. Um, but uh, that's, I mean, yeah, that's the kind of thing where, the people that would enjoy that and would come out to that and would donate money to, you know, to see that or support the cause or whatever, they're, they're a unique niche yeah. set of people <laughs> who, you know, not the usual fare probably doesn't appeal to them. So that sounds pretty sweet, actually. I would never get hooked up to it, but... No, I bet it's... I, I would watch it. I, I can just imagine so many things going wrong. But, yeah, seriously. Uh, <laughs> now, but I'd be with doctors, so... Rev, did you have any other questions? You you only had like three written down. Did he die? Oh, we might have lost Rev. Oh, that's unfortunate. No, I'm sorry. Oh. I've been I've been coughing my lungs out. Oh, uh, gotcha. <laughs> I, I've been laughing at appropriate places on my side, but I feel bad now. Um, <laughs> no, so I could ask the general question, or I could go with one that uh, the audience has asked, which is, uh, what's the most broken game you have ever played? Like actually broken uh, oh, not on purpose. i 
Oh, I not not that I played it because it's broken. <laughs> or yeah. you played it because it's, I mean, you know. How, there was, however you want to take it. <laughs> I can't remember the name of it, but there was this, gosh, it was a trucking simulator. <gasps> oh. Um, it's one of like the classics. Uh, I've seen other, I've seen videos of it on YouTube yeah. by, by the big YouTubers. <laughs> but I, I had a friend, uh, I didn't find it on the internet. I had a friend who was just like, dude, <laughs> I found this game at like the play and trade and I heard it existed and I've, I've heard about it. We have to try it. <laughs> the legend. <laughs> and it's, it was just hilarious. I mean, the, the, it's like it's just one of those where like you're driving a 18 wheeler semi truck and the you can go like infinitely fast in a, as tight of a circle as you want and <laughs> I, it was it was a good and I, I, four I hours of ridiculousness. I, I remember watching. I, I, is it is it, I know Yogg's casted a game that well, they I used think to do it's like the same game trucking Tuesdays. Truck, so. Trucking Tuesdays, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm almost positive that they that they talked about this. Yeah. I, oh man, I'm sure they did. See, so I think we should do one more round of questions, and we'll move on to the rest of the show. Um, Another question. That's well, you can pick one out of the audience. So, audience, um, after I ask my last question, throw in some questions and tech and revel, uh, and you know, give out two more questions. You know how it works. Whatever. Anyway, ask questions, audience. (laughs) Ask questions. I actually see one that I think is really interesting. If I could just pick it out. Yeah, sure. Uh, SJ Tomps asks, "How long do you think YouTubers can keep their channel popular as they get older?" Is that a concern for YouTubers? And I think that is something. I mean, when I when I, I have been thinking since I started YouTube about, you know, well, what if I just make YouTube a career? That's going to end someday. You know, is that how long does that last? Five years, ten years? Well, like, um, well, I have answers. Sorry, <laughs> shut up, Tech. <laughs> uh, and I think my favorite example of how people make it work is uh, Rhett and Link. Oh, I don't yeah. know if you guys are familiar with Rhett and Link, but yeah. they're they're pretty big. And uh, their music videos and stuff are pretty funny. But the way that they've grown what they were doing with the music videos and, like, their joke sketches into the Good Mythical Morning Show and all they have, like, multiple networks that have multi-million subscribers now. And they have a whole framework where it's not just about them being, like, young hipster guys making jokes. They developed into... I mean, they did what, what all content producers do they figured out how to make content that was relevant to them as they got older and i think their success story is like i'm really jealous of how they worked it out and i love their show i watch good mythical morning all the time it's it's hilarious yeah they i mean that's like a that's basically a video podcast kind of thing and um, and they do yeah i think ear biscuits is their like audio version uh, of a podcast and then you're right though it's kind of like um it, 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 it's true for like any business too. anything you just have to grow at the times grow yeah. as things go on and um, you have to sort change. of change you have to yeah, adapt and, and, and like I've seen this too with like because I've been like making let like let's play videos and all my old ones are really bad since like 2009 2010 and back then you you know the the partnership program on YouTube was really strict and they didn't monetize anybody and you couldn't monetize game footage and there are a lot of these big let's players that sort of came in this first wave uh like uh, Nintendo Capri Sun and Lucagen who's still around and uh, uh deceased crab who 
uploads a video occasionally, but these guys were getting three, four, five hundred thousand views on a video they weren't making any money off of. And now you you look at them and they're sort of still doing the same thing. They're still making the same jokes, but they're only getting like four, five hundred, maybe a thousand or two thousand views on a video. And as much as I would love to make those types of views on a on a video that I upload, like you you've seen I've seen a lot of really big YouTubers sort of decline very fast with how YouTube changes and how it moves. So you really have to like stick, stick to it and really like be mindful of the, yeah. mindful of the, the ebb and flow of the internet. Yeah. Yeah. This, I think at this point too, people are, have finally like, especially our generation is very good at adapting, um, with, you know, the speed technology advances and everything like that. Um, I think we're really good at at just kind of um, moving along with with the different trends and everything like that. Although it is pretty stressful sometimes trying to keep up with it. Um, so my last question would be um, for any of the indie devs that are playing like a new game out there might be listening. Um, are there any do's or don'ts like that things that you would like to see or, or want to stop seeing in the indie games that you've played or have seen played or anything like that? Um. Yeah, I guess the thing that I would, I would say if I had to, uh, which I do because you asked, uh, <laughs> uh, I, I'm no expert. But the thing, the thing that I really think is what makes the indie dev so unique is they shouldn't be afraid to just be really, really weird. <laughs> there, there is no reason that you should tone down. You know, if you have really crazy ideas that some people might think are offensive or just really strange. I mean, like Binding of Isaac, we were talking about earlier. That game, if you look at that game objectively, it's a really it's a really weird out there uh, scenario and the, the, you know, the gameplay itself is entertaining and it's awesome. And the weirdness of that game is part of the whole experience. It's, so I, I just love, I love when an indie developer is just like, this is exactly what I want to make, and I don't give a shit if you think it's <laughs> the strangest thing you've ever seen. The people who are going to enjoy it will enjoy it anyway, and uh, I love, I love the weirdness. That is one of the best things that indie game community yeah. is just yep. that they don't have to deal with the corporate BS. It's just you know they tell you Designed this is what we, we know there, what people like, guys. Come on, there is, you need to check out. I know we talk about we name drop this guy all the time, but you need to check out Dropsy the Clown. Yeah, that's a weird one. Like, it, like when you were talking yeah, about like weird, weird, like uh, we interviewed Jay um, a while ago, and you know we've been keeping up to date with him, and, and he's making this game about a about a clown that can do no wrong, and he looks freaky. Huh. And it's just a weird game with a lot of you know cool mechanics that he's that he's putting in. It's and a I very think, charming game. Yeah, exactly. Um, one of the questions from the audience from uh, throughout the stars. Um, other than games, is there any uh, anything that you like to do, like as a hobby, that isn't YouTube or studying? Uh, <laughs> no, no <laughs> unacceptable answer. I mean, yeah. I mean, law school is those life sucking things. So yeah. I'm, I'm I'm surprised you can you know get a a YouTube video in edgewise. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I do. I guess cooking would be another thing. I love cooking. I watch a lot of cooking shows and stuff, but that is certainly bottom of the list in terms of time allocation. Can you do your best uh, uh, Julia Child's impression? 
actually <laughs> you know I said that and now I have to admit I have never actually seen an episode of that show <laughs> I, uh, I am I am uh, fully devoted to the church of Alton Brown and Good Eats and oh, uh, yeah. everything that he stands for um, I have, yeah I've never seen the Julia Child show but I've seen like every episode of Good Eats and I love Alton Brown <laughs> I, I yeah. watch I watch Gordon Ramsay like he is a savior of food <laughs> what uh so um Rev did you have another question that's from the chat uh oh. I there's one, one that just up. came in or I could ask the genital question how about ask something that came in <laughs> okay <laughs> how about something on your bucket list what, what's something on your bucket list you'd like to accomplish um well, it's entirely unrealistic, but I would love to see everything. I mean, that sounds ridiculous, but <laughs> I want to see as much of the world as okay. possible. Okay, Jafar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, I, I was really lucky. My parents loved to travel, and I had, as, as a musician, as a kid, I got opportunities to travel around to do performances and stuff, but I've never been to um, any of the, like, Pacific Asian countries i've never i haven't even seen all of the states as much as i feel like i've traveled a lot in my life i would love to see the pacific northwest i would love to see southwest the south the middle part of the country you know i've only seen a little tiny bit of everything i, I want to see the world as much as have possible you been to alaska? i have i got to go okay. to alaska all right because i was going to say it's like you can go to alaska that's like eight states in one like you're fine yeah <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I think that's going to be it. You can, of course, um, ask questions in the live chat. Uh, you know, may, and if Bob's able to answer, who he can answer, I'm sure. Um, unless he just, you know, we've grilled him pretty hard. Plus, so. he doesn't give a damn. You know, maybe he's tired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, thank you so much for answering your questions, Bob. And uh, you're going to stick around for the rest of the show. That's much appreciated. And we're going to uh, get excited about these uh, future new games. So. Uh, what, what am I transitioning to? Starting you, the riot! Yeah! Huh? And this week on Starting the Riot, the game we're talking about is Lumino City. Actually, this is a uh, this is a sequel to the award-winning game Loom, or Lume, or I'm actually not even sure how to pronounce it, to be honest. Um, it's L-U-M-E. Um, it's a puzzle adventure game, and it's, they've been making it for three years after that last game came out. Um, and, it's, and you're right, you, you mentioned in between segments that it reminds you a lot of a song for Vigo we talked about uh, several yeah. episodes ago. Um, it is actually entirely made of paper and cards, and it's all handmade with little lights and motors. So it, the, we talk about like games like this, the, the amount of passion and, and, and dedication that goes into this is amazing. Um, and actually... For the, I, I see you posting a link in the chat. Here's a link to the actual game instead of the dev site, too. Um, but anyway, the game continues where, where they left off in uh, Loom. The uh, Loomai welcomes Granddad back into the end of Loom. Everything like that, the, the character. And um, she is sent into another uh, epic journey, as they say, for uh, her grandfather to uh, since he was kidnapped and everything like that. Um, you get to explore all the, the amazing handcraft and everything like that, and it's, I, I don't know, I just get so impressed with, with how yeah. people do this stuff. Um, and the, the game is actually made by, uh, why can I not, oh my god. You want to do it, oh no, sorry, State of Play Games. I had it like right in front of me. I'm stupid. 
Um, <laughs> state of play, state of play games. You can find it on Steam and uh, Steam and GOG and everything like that. It is currently uh, on sale for nineteen ninety nine. It is fully released. Um, and it is for only, unfortunately, it's only a PC and Mac, not Linux, if any of you um, use Linux out there. Sorry, sucks to be you. That's the theme of the show. Thank you, Bob, for a new... Um, <laughs> the for, theme of this episode, sucks to be you. Yeah, thank you for, yes. new, for new Inside Joke. That's, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, so, I mean, what do, you guys, what do you guys think of this game? I, I could so, go on for days about the whole handmade thing. You know what this reminds me of? What's that? And and I, I always go back to, you know, like, I started filmmaking with stop motion. And so, so stop motion has this, like, very deep, like, love in my heart that, that will never, ever, ever go away. And having spent so many hours making horrible stop motion, like, I look at this and I know the time that goes into it. I know the passion that goes into it. And then you... You, you look at these uh, really, you know, shallow depth of field, you know, scenes in this game, but it, like, like it's in like a, like a, what are they called? Like an I spy book. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but instead of just looking at it on a static page, you're in it and you're playing it. And, it, and I don't know, I don't know if they were going for that, like, sort of nostalgic look. And, and I'm not someone who, who's, who's all on the nostalgia train to, to, you know, last yearville, but like, <laughs> <laughs> I had to I had to come up with something there. But like this this just feel it almost feels like a book. But you're playing it and and it's just oh my god. Like it's well, it's tipping all the the cool like nostalgia points in my brain that never get tickled. On, on and on top of the like the handmade aspect of it, one of the really cool things um, first of all, they added like the like I said with the mechanics and you know, the mechanisms and engines and things like that to even add that yep. in with the paper. But also the um, when you wa- if you watch the the video or if you play it the the camera the way they the way they use the camera and it's not it doesn't look stop motion yeah you know what i mean like the, it pans very smoothly it's not like all choppy like you would think of stop motion and everything like that and it, it, it uses cinematic angles in the camera yeah. too and yep. you're talking about um, the paper uh, characters movements is very smooth again not choppy at all like a stop motion you would think um, it's just it's just impressive. Yeah. Well, and and uh, and you know, technically speaking, you know, I've I've had the, the 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 great joy of of working with and and talking to a lot of uh, local stop motion artists. Um, I think they're called. Oh wow, I'm so bad. I'm I I hate I hate to say this, but I cannot remember their. Um, their their production team name, oh but like God. you know, I, 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 like I'm I'm friends with a lot of them on Facebook. <laughs> Not and anymore. They, and and they they go the extra mile because with a lot of stop motion things that you see, like a lot of the Tim Burton movies are done in uh, 20 frames per second, mm-hmm. which yeah. uh, and and the the slowest frame rate. Just to get some science out to everyone listening, the slowest frame rate um, that your eye can perceive that is also the speed of sound uh, without uh, showing you know jerkiness is 24 frames per second and that's why movies are shot in 24 frames it saves on uh, uh, film costs and all that and that's why it was done and we've gotten used to it but a lot of stop motion game or movies are made in 20 frames per second because there's a lot of math involved and so having a, a base 10 or a base 20 mathematical formula to figure out how many movements and and how many spaces they need to move in a certain amount of time um, is a lot easier than 24, oh. which is weird. So, no, so that makes that makes sense yeah. though, because 
Mm-hmm. Like even even ignoring even ignoring just the sheer fact that you know we have calculators, uh, <laughs> like, like that definitely explains why stop motion has had like it has that kind of yeah. it, it has that very stop motiony look yeah. jerkiness. So what I'm what I'm what I'm guessing is they either went the extra mile and did this all in sixty frames per second, which is again base ten and a little bit easier. But I'm guessing they probably did it in thirty. Which is why everything looks so smooth, and and thirty is you know the the, the guys that that I've seen um, and competed against in festivals who have like you know just mopped the floor with me, and I have no problem with that because they are phenomenal at what they do. Do do it in in thirty frames, and they'll have physical human movement in some of them that just looks so like you can tell it's stop motion, but you cannot. You, you're like I cannot see the frames moving. This is perfectly smooth, and like the and I, I know I'm getting the technical side of this. For this this game, um, but it it you know these guys know exactly what they're doing, and it's just amazing. Well, I think uh, what is it? Oh, Luminosity, like I said, it's a sequel. Lume or Lumi or Loom uh, is Do you English. I well, that's not <laughs> English, so you know, screw you. Um, is an award winner. I think they have another award winner on their hands. Um, again, 1999 on Steam. You can go check it out for PC and Mac. Uh, and State of Play, you did a great job. Um, anything else you guys want to say about Illumino City? Uh, did we pretty much buy it for me? It is a puzzle game. <laughs> it, it's a puzzle point and click oh, adventure yeah, yeah. type of thing. Um, and I would if I wasn't living off of podcast meetings. <laughs> oh, you <Yeah>. mean. <laughs> so, so basically, what you're saying is you need to go to a peep show. Sure. Peep show. <laughs> Please give all your attention to early access. This week, we open up our bread boxes and ready our toasters for a game called I am bread and in the game you are bread and your journey your mission if you will if you choose your to mission in the kitchen <laughs> is to work your way to the toaster all the while making sure that you are as tasty as possible because tasty points are the best types of points <laughs> this is a how do I put this that's, it's horrible that's, that's a tasty points are the best kind of points that's that's, I, the, hey, that's the tagline for the local for the local strip joints. In I, I, I'm, I'm just saying, like, you, 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 you can, if you want to be a piece of bread that has fallen on the floor and serve that to the guy that you're trying to make toast for, be my guest. But uh, I recommend I recommend playing this game with a controller because it's just a little bit more intuitive. You the the default controls on controller are the trigger buttons, all four of them. They each control a different side of the. Um, a different corner of the bread and you can hold on to stuff and flip yourself around and, and, and twist then flip your table and, out of rage. Yeah, exactly. It is, it is kind of like, um, like Octodad in the sense that you have control of certain appendages. Well, you're talking, your bread. I mean, being the fact that this is made by Bosa studios, uh, yeah. the same people that made surgeon Sim. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> and, <laughs> uh, you, you know, you basically know what to expect. Um, and there's a lot of cool, uh, physics involved in the game uh plates will break and there and you know you will fall in certain ways and move certain things and 
and it, it's it, it it is ridiculous. Like let, let's let's be honest. You are like the the premise of this game is literally like this this is what happened. This isn't actually what happened, but this is what you know we can imagine happened in the development team. They're just like we need the next uh, uh, hard hard to control game. Uh, what did you eat for breakfast? I made fun. some toast. It does look fun, and, it, and and people have people definitely have fun playing it. And there there are cool mechanics with like grip, and then you have to avoid stuff like water and well, it's, bugs. I and think it's purposefully. I mean, much like much like Surgeon Sim, I think they purposefully made sometimes like the grip hitbox, if that makes sense, yeah. is is kind of like wonky. So you're like, yeah. what the f-? You, when you're trying to like climb up the like furniture when you after you yeah, fall exactly. on the floor and you have oh what's cool too you talk about like tasty points or whatever yeah. um you know falling on the floor is bad or rolling in ants or glass or bones but the, it's interesting how you make your way across and the things actually stick in the bread i just found that kind yeah. of interesting that they yeah, added that it, little bit it, it's sort of like a like a ragey katamari damasi kind a little of bit. well yeah i mean although it's the opposite goal <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, but yeah, it's um, I should have the price open, shouldn't I? Uh, right now, you can get it. Uh, it's on sale until the temp- de- December tenth, December tenth, uh, for fifteen percent off, uh, or eight dollars and forty nine cents US. Uh, or you can wait until after the sale and give the full nine dollars and ninety nine cents. Such a hefty price. Such such a such a high price for uh, for the not not ten dollars really. to give yourself an aneurysm. Yeah, ten ten dollars to um, to play this game. Uh, you can get the soundtrack for free. So, I mean, guess guess that's a bonus. I Not really. uh, that, that music I, is obnoxious. <laughs> music is is obnoxious, but but it is um, it's a it is a fun game. Like it, it's it's ragey, but are you talking about like Bob was talking about um, co-op or whatever? Yeah. And and if you're into if you're into challenging yourself, and, and he mentioned he said like kind of like a. A technical thing uh, as far as the game goes, like trying to just find a way to do it instead of just yeah. having your hand held the whole time. If you're into that sort of thing, then this is your game. Yeah. And this so, is also a good game for like speedrunners or, um, I, I guess, you know, with like what Bob was talking about, like playing Minecraft drunk. If you played this game like super, like, like su- super intoxicated, I think that that would make a pretty, f- it, it would be funny. I'd I'd watch that video. I haven't heard of that game, but it sounds like the it's type not... of game I would play. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Rev's yeah, like that's uh, real life, man. Uh, and <laughs> even though we mentioned this before, it is by Bossa Studios. Um, it's got weird. It only says partial controller support. Um, it Who is plays this with uh, a controller? You should just stop. You, you you need to play with a controller. Like like really. Like the the keyboard controls are weird. Co- I mean, you, you can obviously can't play with a controller. Like, what? You can't play with a controller. You have ridiculous. Like Bob was meant. I don't know if it was during the show between. He was saying that he played Surgeon Sim on the controller. That just seems like. Oh no! I could not do that. It's the same thing. Like, how can you play that on the controller? Like well, the fingers just. It's 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 more intuitive because it's the it's the four trigger buttons. So so each corner of the controller, as you would say, are are is an individual finger. So, yeah. like with Surgeon Sim, like the fingers were on the keyboard, yeah. and you had a little bit more control over that. But, but in this, like, uh, it, it's it's sort of intuitive with with the way the, the the joysticks work and the to to move your your piece of bread around. I guess you would say, like, and I'm not a controller guy. I hate controllers, <laughs> but but like it's it's more it's better on a controller. 
I uh, also want to point out uh, that we're talking about weird indie games, so um, congratulations, boss, on, on making that point. Yeah, um, really. <laughs> where else in the gaming community would you see a, a game about a piece of bread and actually yeah. be a good game in certain people's eyes? Yeah, um, if only they threw, like, puzzles into it. Well, I mean, it kind of... I mean, I guess it's more like a platform kind of yeah, challenge, I, but... I was you know, the puzzles... Uh, oh, my bad. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to ruin your segue into... Oh. Into even though that I'm not segueing into the game itself, just the next segment tech. Yeah, whatever. So you know, uh, I'm just gonna have to give you a free SmackDown after free fun. And tonight on free fun, we have I was on the throne. That's not a euphemism for the toilet, uh, at least as far as I'm aware of in game. Uh, from Newgrounds, uh, this is a really catchy kind of game. It's an adventure point and click made by Disco Fish, uh, who wrote it and programmed by Skyflies. So congrats to them. Um, it. it it, it's kind of it, you start off at your desk and you are trying to solve puzzles and you end up like I got stuck for the longest time because there's a demon on a box and I like out of out I, of I, context <laughs> you just sound like kind of insane right but you know that's kind of this game <laughs> uh, it's definitely puzzle and all puzzle uh, some of it is is easier to to catch than others um, you know there's a ladder puzzle that one's easy uh, but I, it, it's fun it's difficult <laughs> the game makes you and I'm, and I'm sure that I would have an easier time with the puzzle I'm currently stuck on if I had my browser unmuted, but then it comes through the recording and I don't want to do that. Oh, was, so. that the, was that the music one? That you I, I assume so. I've got like a bunch of buttons that are different colors, I think, yeah, that I have yeah, to yeah. press in order. I, I, was able to get, I was able to get through that one. That one was pretty um, easy. Because <laughs> the way you get through that, uh, I don't know if I want to tell. Don't people. don't don't ruin it. Pretty don't ruin easy, it. Rev. People. Rev, you just suck. It's pretty easy, yeah. right? <laughs> so okay. So so this this is the game. The art style is is adorable. Like like even the demon that pissed me off uh, before the show. I was playing this game again, and I like as Josh. I was like just going off about this stupid fucking demon. <laughs> On a box, and I finally got past it. He's just so cute. I felt bad cutting him in half. Yeah, I felt uh, when that happened, I was just like, I, "That's not what I was trying to do." Game, what are you doing to me? Making me an awful person. Making me a murderer. It wasn't the game. Right? That was a uh, that was already done by you. Oh, okay, that was an insult, so- but poorly executed. <laughs> 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 the the cool thing about this game is that the puzzles are are really intuitive. Like, Says like, you. Well, I mean, you, you. I mean, for the most part, you you look at them, and and like the the answer is in front of you. Like you don't have to to go around and be like, oh oh, how do I how do I beat this? Like the the answers are like right. I, think, I like how you're you just like I you can solve all of the puzzles using only the game itself. You're under <laughs> I like how you're underhandedly insulting Rev. Like the, the puzzles were easy. Uh, well, this uh, is. He's, he's got a point. It, it, I'm also not at the my best of of mind thingies. Words. 
You know what? Go play I Was on the Throne, damn it. It's a fun game. It's free, it's guys. Actually, and again, talk about games that impress. When when people come out with free games like this that have so much work put into it, you know, I mean, I mean, they get at the most they get ad revenue out of it. Um, because Newgrounds has ad revenue and they probably sell the congregate, but it's or whatever it is. But it's still, I mean, the fact that we can go and just play amazing games for free is just unbelievable to me sometimes the way I think about it and um, especially when they're uh, on certain sizes or certain um, how am I what am I trying to think like how how just how well put together they are is what I'm trying to say um, but you know what else is uh, well put together what's that our show <laughs> our show but this is the end of it <laughs> <laughs> this is the end of it, unfortunately, but because all, all, all good things have to come to an end. Um, first of all, I'd like to thank uh, Bob again for coming on the show. Um, if you don't know uh, his YouTube channel, you can go to youtube.com slash myskerm, that is M-U-Y-S-K-E-R-M, um, and become uh, you know uh, one of his bobbleheads. I think he's what he calls everyone. And um, I subscribed. So. Go subscribe. If Rev subscribed, you know it's worth it because yeah. uh, Rev's like a YouTube hipster. Um, <laughs> uh, for those of you out there who might have any kind of experience in indie gaming, um, and you have anything to do with creating indie games, that's you know programming, art, music, whatever, um, or if you know anyone that is, please contact us um, because we could feature you. We we love featuring. We unfortunately don't have any music this week, some, but a lot of times we'll have um, indie video game uh, musicians that will play their their music in the background. We'll shout them out with links and everything like that. Um, so please contact us and we, we can we can feature you. You can go to, uh, I'll tell you how to contact us. But first, um, for those of you who are watching the recorded version, we have a live stream every Friday at 9.30 p.m. Um, where on hit, hitbox.tv slash jachinia. Uh, there's no bumpers, background music, or gameplay footage or anything like that. But you can come and uh, listen to our BS through, you know, between all the segments and we can chat with you and, and answer any questions you have, all that sort of stuff. Um, but those of you who are listening live, all you, um, uh, all you lovely people out there who, uh, we appreciate so much for coming. Um, you can check out a recorder version on, uh, indiegamerights.com, uh, is where we keep all our, our, uh, backtrack of episodes. And by the way, um, our RS, RSS, our RSS feed, uh, has been approved by iTunes, so we are on iTunes officially. Wow. Yeah. Um, and then I'm going to work on trying to get it on Stitcher Raider as well, in case anyone uses that app on like their phone or whatever. Um, so you can check it out through there, indiegamerite.com or iTunes. For those of you who want to follow us on Twitter, we give you updates and we'll chat with you, contact us that way. Uh, our Twitter handle is at IGRpodcast. Uh, Facebook.com slash IGRpodcast is uh, how to get us on Facebook. We also have a subreddit, reddit.com slash r slash IndieGameRiot. Um, you can also find us on Steam. We have a Steam group, IndieGameRiot. Just search it. And uh, we also have like a curator section there. You can check out all the games that have been featured on the show that are also available on Steam. Um, we get that updated fairly often. And uh, finally, the email um, is... All, all the email contact stuff is on IndieGameRiot.com. But for any general kind of emails, you can always send it to contact at IndieGameRiot.com. Uh, am I am I missing anything? Did you mention the Reddit? I did. Thank you. Did. you. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> okay. Enable the evolution. Everyone's yeah. everyone's on top of it right now. I'm so I'm so happy. Thank you. Um, <laughs> thank you again for everyone who came and uh, say, say goodbye, gentlemen. See you next time, guys. Have a good one, folks. Toodles.
thank you, uh, Preposter. Oh, Preposterone. What? <laughs> Preposterone. Preposterone. There we go. Tech doesn't, or Josh doesn't. Fuck. Okay, you I, know what? I'm done. <laughs> I'm logging out. I'm going home, guys.